Patrick, I can't believe you lined these two up to talk to us about this today. We're going to sit down with Isak Lakis and Mark Homer. We're going to talk all marketing today, right? Yes. A dialogue between two particularly interesting people who are the experts in their field. You introduced me to one of the guests that we're going to have on today, uh, Guy Sakalakis. He and I sat by each other at a dinner and had a really in-depth conversation about the ecosystem of attorney marketing. And I was venting about stories from 2011 when I had started my firm doing only landlord-tenant disputes. The Yelp guys cold call you in your office and, and that's your like introductory to marketing because we don't teach it in law school, right? For me, you know, baby lawyer hung out a shingle. This was like the, the brave new world. It's marketing, not sales. Some of the others like equate marketing to sales, like, damn it, I'm a lawyer, not a salesman. Why should I have to sell what I do? I'm a professional. And I just want to wonder, take all that and throw it out the window because that's not what marketing is about. And that's not the potential of marketing. Sometimes we put up barriers and we think, oh, that's sales, that's marketing, that's all combined. But what marketing is, is that's consumer education, right? That's the core of, of how lawyers can connect with clients. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't agree uh, more with that. It's so central. I mean, if you look at every other industry, right? It's so central to how consumers interact with the business and where they interface and how they meet. It's that difference between lawyers saying, here's what I'm delivering, come get it, which can sometimes be very lawyer-centric and understanding what clients really need. What do consumers need? What are they looking for? How do we educate them how we can help them? And for, for, for people who desperately need us and don't know how to find us, marketing. So Patrick, let's go ahead and talk to our guests. Welcome to the ABA Center for Innovations Innovation Network Podcast, a podcast dedicated to finding and highlighting the opportunities of the future of law and bringing them into your legal practice today. We will explore new partnerships, unforeseen successes, and reveal the blueprints that are already being used to develop the future of legal. Along this journey, our guests will challenge you to let go of the status quo and dare to imagine a legal economy where creativity and collaboration or the fuel and your new ability to serve every person with a legal need is your financial reward. And now, here are your hosts for the Innovation Network podcast, Joey Gartner and Patrick Pallas. No one understands the legal market and its potential quite like our two guests, and these are some of the most respected marketers in the legal industry. Guy Sakalakis, CEO of AttorneySync, and Mark Homer, the CEO of GNGF, discuss the market opportunities for lawyers. And we're going to sit down with them today and really take a deep dive. So Patrick. Welcome. So glad to have you both uh, join us today. And may I say, uh, Mark and Guy, that this is my opportunity finally to interview you two since you've had the chance to interview me. This is, this is that turnaround day. I'm not going to say payback day. I do have some interesting questions. Revenge. Yes. yes. But this is, this is the opportunity to have these questions I wanted to ask you guys all those times. I didn't get a chance. So welcome. Glad that you're here. Yes or no? There are billions of dollars in this untapped legal market for solo and smalls to make. Yes. Absolutely. We're done. Love that answer. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Um, we're going to come back and talk about that, but I wanted to start there because this is what this conversation is about. It's getting to those untapped dollars and figuring out how we can reach it. But can, can I start here? And, and, and I want to know just a little bit more about your background. Um, just a little bit. What do you do and how did you get there? Sure. So, uh, I was a trial attorney at a small PI firm, um, 
And as a young baby lawyer, I was tasked with go out and find out how we should do this internet marketing stuff. And I came back to the firm and, um, you know, talked to a lot of actually lawyers in the community. And two things became apparent. One was there weren't a lot of great options. Two was, you know, the lawyers would tell me people aren't going to use the internet to hire lawyers. They're not going to use it. Our, our clients, we're, we're just all word of mouth referral and we don't use the internet. And so um, on a dare to prove that to be false, I founded Attorney Sync in 2008 and um, we help lawyers do digital marketing, um, all sorts of different stuff, search ads, websites. Um, but, but really, you know, I think of us, we're really business consultants at the end of the day, because it's like, you know, marketing's an investment. And so like connecting the dots for lawyers about how you spend money to make money, which I think we'll talk about a lot today. That's really what we spend most of our time with. I come at a, a, a different route. I am a, a, not a lawyer uh, or was not a lawyer in a past life, but I actually have been at kind of the intersection of what I'll call technology and marketing for quite a while. Um, happened to be in the right place, right time. Uh, when, you know, you didn't get fired for hiring IBM and, uh, this internet thing started happening and they said, Hey, can, you know, you write uh, a website for general motors or Toyota or you know, whatever the big brand that was hiring at the time. And so I created a bunch of these first websites, which are really embarrassing to think about. Um, but fast forward, you know, uh, a few years later, I found myself as a, a product, uh, marketing manager at a document management company that only focused uh, in, in document management for law firms. So that was my intro to uh, the, the legal profession and finding out that, you know, it's, it's very different and unique and has a lot of um, uh, nuances. And somewhere along the way, started consulting. Uh, I, I kind of sold myself out of a couple of stakes of companies uh, along the way and did some consulting. Ended up with a bunch of law firms somehow <laughs> and uh, enjoyed it. It really enjoyed it. So uh, around 2011, we founded a GNGF and uh, get notice, get found is uh, the, the the long way of saying that, and been focusing on law firms ever since. But before we jump to you know the possibilities, can we just start on uh, you know ground zero? Where are we today? What does that legal market look like today? I mean, what is what is it that we're we're doing? Give me a sense for where we are here, so we could juxtapose that here shortly with the opportunity that's ahead of us. We're stuck. We we're, we can't, for some reason, we're really struggling to break out of the box that we've created for ourselves and for the profession for time out of mind, to use some legalese. And so the good news is, is that we're starting to break out of the box. But even, and I think we'll talk about this today, even lawyers that uh, recognize that there's this other way and there's these other markets to serve and this other way to deliver legal services they're having a hard time building it. And so that's what I think we hope to at least shed some light on today. Yeah. I mean, I, the only thing I would add to that is I think that, you know, we as marketers with the current kind of way of doing business are already, you know, like that's pretty much our way of kind of maybe like growing the market a little bit is just trying to reach, trying to help a, a, a you know, like an average small solo law firm, just have a conversation with somebody who may not normally think they need or understand how they get legal legal services right um you'll hear us talk about a lot of content and these things you know like like we, like and heck we've been using the term frequently asked question for a while and it's not just because it's a good seo tactic it's because you're really answering a question that somebody has out there about you know that maybe you know like like working with a lawyer could help right like so i feel like we've been trying to chip away at it in really small ways by taking a traditional business model and saying you know, as marketers, what can we do to reach a larger audience? I'm going to market so I can make more money. 
You guys might come at this a little bit differently. Is marketing just a tool for making money or does it have a higher power? Is there a higher purpose? Is marketing, in fact, game changing? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, you know, passionate marketer, right? And I, I believe that I mean, it's specific to legal, um, you know, I'll, I'll start there and then we can, you know, zoom out to, you know, marketing in general. Um, uh, I, I think that we always approach it, at least with, with our clients, I know Guy's very similar. I've heard him on the stage, you know, use these words as well, but it's, you know, look, you're as, as a lawyer, you, you kind of got into this to help people solve problems and go solve problems and help people through painful situations. And, you know, like this idea of leading with empathy and things like that. So how do we get out there and get that in front of more people. If you are good at your job, if you're good at helping people solve problems and getting them out of really tough situations, then you are doing a disservice by not helping more people be aware of that. You can help particular situation, particular market practice area, whatever. Um, so I, I think that, you know, marketing is a way to reach a larger audience of people that you can help people think of marketing as like, you know, Oh, they're trying to like scam some people out of money. No, I mean, if you truly are good at what you do, you owe it to, to, to the city that you live in, right? To go tell more people about it. Yeah. And, you know, my, as a student of philosophy myself, I'll pose a, another uh, philosophical question is like, what is marketing, right? Like there's this big, there, recently there was this big fight on Twitter about, oh, you just create great product and you don't need marketing and sales. And the problem is you can create the most amazing product in the world, but if you don't communicate how that product helps the customer, if you don't communicate what value the product or service has to the customer, then your product sits on a shelf, right? And so that's what I think too, when you think about marketing, the, the reason, like if, you, if, you, if your definition of marketing is communicating the value or communicating what the solution is, it becomes obvious that there's a big part of this issue is related to the communication part of it. Because, you know, to Mark's point, a lot of these issues, the consumer isn't even thinking lawyer. They're not, lawyers not even part of the product or service they're looking for. They're looking for solve this problem. And the lawyer's response is, I'm a lawyer. And they're like, well, I don't need a, I don't even know if I need a lawyer. And then, and then you get into like the whole, like, well, I'm terrified now because the meter's running is $300 an hour. I don't even know where we're going and the, all the other problems that come out of it. So let's actually think who's our customer, what do they really need and how can we build something and then communicate that something in a way that the customer like obviously sees value in it. Large brands, product management, which people think of it like the thing that kind of puts the product all together and figures out all that stuff that in most large companies that sits in the marketing department, right? That is a marketing activity because it is about product market fit, right? That's the marketing, right? So it's like it knowing what we need to deliver to who is a really big marketing effort. One of the conversations we have over and over and over again here at the center is this idea of legal consciousness. How do you educate a consumer, a public that they even have a legal problem, right? Because the LSC study from a few years ago indicates that of that 80% of the market that's going unserved, a large percentage of that doesn't even think about the problem as legal. And that's not a consumer problem. That's a marketing problem for the legal industry to understand, okay, we're not connecting with these people where they are. I, I think you start at the, the, that you know, product market fit thing, right? I mean, like basically what you're saying is the product that is currently available in the system is for the most part, not the right fit, right? That, that's kind of where you started, right? So, you know, you got to kind of start there and say, well, what, what are some of the products? You know, like it, signing up a agreement with a law firm that kind of says, I'm not really sure how much is this is going to cost 
and I can't really kind of give you any sense of what the outcome's like, which is unfortunately, you know, hopefully not for most, but like it unfortunately still out there as, as a very common way to kind of, you know, start a conversation with working with a lawyer, right? Yeah, so, Mark, and, and I charge more than you can afford and you have to hire me cradle to grave from beginning to end of the case and, and yada, yada, yada. Right. I get it. Right. Right. So, so looking at the kind of saying, what's the first step, you know, I, I'm, I love this concept um, of, you know, making people customers before you make them clients. Right. So, you know, what, what is a first step where you can kind of say, here's something you need that I can help, you know, move you to the next step. Even if it's, I mean, maybe that customer is like a free customer, right? Like here's something you need, go do these things and then come back to me. We, we do it all from a marketing perspective. Like we'll use those as like we call lead magnets, right? Like here's a checklist of something that's, that's a checklist that would be the first step in the intake process anyways. Right. So, um, but you, you could also, you know, look at it bigger and say, well, could I charge for something that's small that somebody feels like they got value, they move forward, whether they need me or not to the next step. Um, those are things that I, I like to look at is like, how do you start with, get somebody to think about being a customer before you can, you know, force them to be a client. And that, that's a, that's a small step. Um, but I think, you know, your, your bigger point of like, how do you systemically change things to like reach, you know, to change the product for the the market. I don't know, Guy, if you have any thoughts. I agree with everything you said there. I think for me, the starting point is really the listening part. It's there's, before we can build anything, what do they actually need? Like they got, you got to listen to what they're telling you they need something. And so whether it's through, you know, research or, you know, uh, the search nerds would talk about search console data to look for what people are searching for online, um, you know, forums, and, you know, we do this, uh, in a lot of contexts to, to find, you know, inspiration for content ideation online. Um, but what are they asking? You know, what are they, what are the questions that they have? That, and, and it's the life, you know, I always say like life legal issues. Cause it's like, they're really for the people, they're life issues. Like we only as lawyers, we start thinking about them as like legal issues. And so, you know, if you're out there listening to this and you're like, you have a, you want to start building something like this, you got to start going, asking the questions and, and really listen to what they're saying. Don't project your own legal stuff on it. Like what problem are they, what problem are they trying to solve? How are they trying to solve it? Like, what are they asking for? That's such brilliant advice, right? Cause so often we as lawyers are lawyer centric. We know what you need and we know how we're going to give it to you. It's the legal process and darn it, we're lawyers. As opposed to the client-centric approach, how can we help you? How do you need our help? How can we make ourselves more accessible to do what you need us to do? And I think that's exactly the right approach, Guy. You're, you're spot on. And I love the idea that marketing is more than just a tool for lawyers to make money, that it is education, that it is access, that it is new tools to do new things for people who need us more than ever today in this legal market. And with the opportunities of the internet and, and legal platforms and, and technology, we can provide it if we take advantage, right? We as the legal profession need to start thinking like these product people, you actually can differentiate yourself. You actually can talk about what you do and the problems you solve in a way that's not gonna run afoul of like the advertising rules because you're worried. And, and that's, to me, that's the thing, that fear, we're all trained to be extremely risk averse. That's why we, that's what we do, right? Mitigate risk. And, um, and there are valid reasons to be concerned about it. And there are consumer protection issues at play, but as the regulatory framework changes, the mindset has to shift from, you know, mitigate risk to building and helping and solving.
Well, let's jump into this because I'm, I'm, I'm just itching here to throw out some what ifs, like some hypotheticals. So all of this gets around this idea of lawyers in their marketing, they market one-to-one. Like, I'm going to help you, I'll take on your case, and then we'll go to court and I'll represent you to a final outcome. And that whole paradigm is shifting so dramatically to one-to-many, right? How do I, as a lawyer, help many, many people tripling the size of the market? We're talking about numbers from 350 billion to maybe more than a trillion. How do we get there? Well, you're going to have to hold that thought because next week we're going to answer that question with part two of our conversation with Guy Sakalakis and Mark Homer. We hope you'll join us for that as we conclude this conversation about marketing with some real-world tangible tips and a really fun hypothetical question. As always, you can follow the Center for Innovation at ABA Innovation on Twitter. And don't forget to share this episode out on social media using the hashtag ABACIN. The Innovation Network is a production from the American Bar Association, the Center for Innovation. Opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the ABA. Editing for the Innovation Network is performed by Ben Woodson and Joey Gartner. Coming up next week on the Innovation Network. Mark and Guy, you guys are here as as, as better marketers than anybody else. And I want to to approach this as marketers and ask you, what what are you going to do with this firm, and I'm going to create this hypothetical firm for you right now and say, here's my hypothetical firm and here's what I'm doing. You tell me how you leverage this in the market. I'm going to take us back of like, you know, who is this product that we just built with all these forms and stuff? Who is it for? How are they thinking about the issue that your forms um, solve? Trying to like say, well, how do we reach out to a different market? You know, you can do some content marketing. You can kind of put some uh, uh, work into reaching that market because we've already done the work with COVID to like be able to be on Zoom and meet people and, you know, file things and electronic signatures. Like a lot of firms have already done the work of that part. So now that you have some of that, you know, you can reach, I mean, right there, that's, that's a, you know, easy to, to scratch point right there for somebody to kind of like broaden their market, bring some more revenue into the firm and help people that can't even get a lawyer that know they want a lawyer. See you next week.